0: That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 673. Three surprising reasons winning is a loser's game by Laura Tong with goodlifezen.com. I'm Justin Mollock, the guy that reads blog posts to you along with four other narrators across all five of our shows. And this is with permission from the authors, of course. Do check out our other four shows if you haven't already. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this show and the others should pop right up. But for now, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Three surprising reasons winning is a loser's game by Laura Tong with goodlifezen.com. Quote, I tell the kids, somebody's gotta win, somebody's gotta lose. Yogi Berra, are you a winner or a loser? Perhaps I didn't phrase that too well. Do you see yourself as a winner or a loser? Most self-improvement books and gurus tell you to see yourself as a winner in life, to imagine yourself bursting through that winning tape, visualize yourself standing on that podium, grabbing that prize. And in truth, most people like to think of themselves as winners in their work, social, or personal lives. After all, it's better than thinking of yourself as a loser in life, isn't it? Maybe, but there's a catch with that scenario because seeing yourself as a winner is a loser's game. Ever heard of the phrase, one swallow doesn't make a summer? Me too. But did you know that phrase is actually a couple of thousand years old? It originated from Aristotle and Nicomachean ethics. What's even less known is what comes after. Quote, one swallow does not make a summer, neither does one fine day. Similarly, one day or brief time of happiness does not make a person entirely happy. Unquote. Winning is like one swallow. It's nice, but the feeling is often short-lived and it doesn't mean it's going to be followed by more wins or swallows. And keeping hold of a win, oh boy, that can be stressful. Or taking your win to the next level, talk about pressure. You may win today, but someone may beat you tomorrow. In fact, in this ever-speeding up world, someone may beat you a nanosecond later. And that's true whatever area of life you're competing in. You see, whether you win or not isn't entirely in your hands, in fact, there's a lot more outside your control than any of us really like to admit. And if you base your happiness on winning, well, that's like balancing it on a knife edge. One slip up, one lost prize or goal, and your happiness is in tatters. Here are four reasons seeing yourself as a winner is a hatchet to your happiness. Number one, it makes you compare yourself to others. As I said, winners mostly define themselves in relation to other people. Winning means being bigger, better, stronger, whatever-er than someone else. But comparing yourself to others is a loser's game, and happiness is the loser. Number two, it makes you rely on external events and chance. Winners rely on victory to feel validated. They assume that winning is entirely in their control, but it never is, so it's a poor rock to build your happiness on. Number three, it makes you see life as a competition. Winners also tend to treat life itself as a contest or race. The truth is, as someone once wittily put it, if life is a race, then it's one no one can win. After all, if life is a race, then death can be the only finishing line, and who wants to cross that line first? But there's another reason seeing yourself as a winner kills your true happiness, and it might just be the biggest hatchet if you put winning high up on your list. To answer this, I need to touch on a concept called duality, something you already do every day, even if you're not aware of it. Number four, I win, you lose. Basically, duality for our purposes means the tendency to see everything in terms of opposition or contrast between two concepts or two aspects of something. Basically, we consciously think of one state and then unconsciously work out the opposite state. Duality in one form is quite useful. It allows us to make sense of the world around us. For instance, if it's day, then it's not night. If it's cold, then it's not hot. If it's black, then it's not white. But this dual way of thinking spreads to our emotions. If I'm angry, then I'm not at peace. If I'm sad, then I'm not happy. If it's bad, then it can't be good. Which brings us to the link with winning and winners. If I'm a winner, then I'm not a loser. If I'm winning, then I'm not losing. But also, if winning is good, then losing is bad. If being a winner is good, then being a loser is bad. So by the very act of creating a winner, you, you create a loser, everyone else. Which means when you see yourself as a winner, you're seeing, if unconsciously, everyone else as a loser. That doesn't feel good at all, does it? Sure, your ego might win in the short term, but your happiness loses in the long term. An alternative to seeing yourself as a winner. Aristotle recognized that happiness was what life was all about. Quote, happiness is the meaning and the purpose of life, the whole aim and end of human existence, unquote. Something that the Dalai Lama echoed in this century, Quote, I believe that the very purpose of our life is to seek happiness, that is clear, unquote. To be truly happy long-term, we've established you need more than a brief boost to your ego now and then, especially as your winning streak is never completely within your control. So what's the alternative? To see yourself as a loser all your life? No, because the question itself is wrong. The answer is to see yourself neither as a winner nor a loser. In fact, the answer is to see yourself as both, then neither, because life isn't a competition and people aren't winners or losers. People are friends, family, human beings, your family, your friends, your fellow human beings, and someone else's. I don't know about you, but to write any of my fellow beings off as losers makes me ashamed. So when you look in the mirror or someone asks you, are you a winner? Say, I'm neither a winner nor a loser. I don't play that game. I'm just happy. You just listened to the post titled Three Surprising Reasons Winning is a Loser's Game by Laura Tong with goodlifezen.com. The title is Three Surprising Reasons, but there were actually four. Funny when that happens. Anyway, this is something I need to be reminded of occasionally, especially in the business and startups world where I'm making podcasts. It's easy to compare myself to others who are ranking higher in the charts and then use that as a benchmark and then get competitive. But that really loses sight of the whole thing, why this podcast was created in the first place, to simply help you take amazing blogs on the go and give your eyes a break for a change and for me to help myself with my social and performance anxiety other podcasts are doing totally different things and have different visions. Comparing ranks and download numbers doesn't mean anything. It doesn't help. So this was refreshing for me and it applies to many different areas of life. So I hope you liked it too. Anyway, speaking of other podcasts, while you're out there listening, if you haven't yet checked out our other four podcasts where we narrate blogs for you, please do. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this and they should show up. I hope you're having a great weekend. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow